budget matters with our political panel here in studio shortly, but I want to go firstly to what's unfolding on the border between Israel and Gaza, the territory controlled by the militant Palestinian group Hamas, which you've just heard about in the bulletin. Unprecedented events, uh, it has to be said, reports of casualties so far are limited enough. The Israeli paramedic organisation Mag and David Adam, the sister organisation of the Red Cross, says 22 people have been killed on Israeli territory so far, but it's not clear yet from reports who those casualties are. Gun battles were continuing between Israeli security forces and Hamas militant fighters there as well. Now, Dalia Hatuka is a freelance journalist based in Ramallah in the occupied West Bank. I spoke to her just before coming on air and she began by telling me what's been happening there since early this morning. This morning we, we woke up to news of fighters from Gaza having carried out an operation that took Israel by surprise. Uh, they've reached uh, Sterot, which is an Israeli town uh, pretty close to Gaza on the border. They've taken Israeli hostages, and this has all been happening amidst a barrage of rocket fire. The unprecedented operation from Gaza, uh, of course, comes on the heels of the killing of uh, four Palestinians in the West Bank. Uh, There's been uh, all kinds of Israeli settler attacks, especially in Hawara near Nablus and increased tensions at Al-Aqsa. As you may well know, there are lots of unverified uh, videos and pictures circulating on social media showing Palestinian fighters uh, driving Israeli army vehicles into Gaza. Uh, We've also been seeing Israeli soldiers being held captive in the Gaza Strip. So this is kind of what we know so far. This is the biggest security failure that Israel has had since 1973. I mean, it's it's unheard of what, what has happened today. Uh, the pictures that are coming out of Gaza um, are all a testament to the failure of Netanyahu, and not just Netanyahu and his government, but the security establishment, which Uh, basically um, has infiltrated every facet of Palestinian life. And what has the reaction been by the Israeli government? So the Israeli government took its time, actually. I mean, three hours in and we hadn't heard anything from them. And then finally, uh, Netanyahu came out and said that he declared that um, Israel is at war. And, and he says he will respond to the what he called the enemy in a scope and scale never experienced before. I think we, we should take him at his word. He is in a very difficult position in front of Israelis who are seeing these um, morbid uh, pictures and videos. They haven't seen or witnessed anything of of uh, that um, intensity before. So um, he really is in a position where he has to act and we can expect um, definitely um, mass operation in the next few days, I would say. And what has Hamas said to give an insight into why this uh, operation was launched by militants and indeed what have other groups been saying? Basically, I mean, Hamas is saying what it's always said, um, which is basically that Israel has not stopped for a minute doing what it's been doing every day, which is there has been killings on nearly a, a daily basis. We've had 40 children killed since the beginning of the year. This also comes uh, in response to what they call ongoing provocations at the Al-Aqsa Mosque compound in Jerusalem and the measures taken towards Palestinian detainees in Israeli prisons. And as well as um, you well know, um, Gaza has been under siege for many, many years, and it's a pressure cooker. 
And Hamas has also called on resistance fighters in the West Bank, presumably a call to those who've been active around the city of Janine to join in in this latest round of fighting. Indeed, they've they've called upon uh, others to join in. Um, I can't imagine um, the West Bank uh, flaring like like Hamas expects, because there are a, a number of differences um, between the West Bank and Gaza. And one of them is that you've got the Palestinian Authority, uh, which most most definitely always cracks down on Hamas operatives or Hamas uh, uh, officials. Uh, they won't, I don't think they'll allow uh, things to get out of hand and the situation in the West Bank is is much more different than that in Gaza. As you say, it's an intelligence failure, but is it is this good or bad for the Israeli government because they've had their own problems with divisions in Israeli society, including reservists saying that they wouldn't show up for duty with a war on? Will this arguably reunite a country that has been very divided for the past number of years, particularly over the leadership of Benjamin Netanyahu's prime ministership? I think two things are happening and they could happen at the same time. I mean, I've seen that today um, Israelis decided not to do their uh, daily demonstration against uh, uh, Netanyahu and his government. Uh, But at the same time, I I think Israelis are very angry. Um, uh, They're disappointed and they've been calling on um, Israel and Israeli officials to, especially in... in, uh, um, around Gaza to protect them because um, Israel failed them. And um, at the end of the day, um, we have to look at this from this point of view. Uh, th- these developments are the most serious flare-up in the in the region since Israel and Hamas fought a 10-day battle in 2021. And so far, it appears to be on a more far more dangerous scale. And I think Israelis know that. I think Israelis are aware that Netanyahu has been basically um, fighting the wrong battle. He's been um, working on uh, promoting himself. But at the end of the day, this is a serious uh, lack of uh, security um, uh, analysis, security. Um, it's a security failure. And I think the Israelis will see it as such. And I think they will punish Netanyahu. And that was freelance journalist Dalia Hatuka speaking to me from Ramallah on the occupied West Bank earlier. OK, we're going to take a break. We'll be checking in on the pre-budget protests on the street in Dublin after that and come back here to studio with my political panel where we talk further money matters. Saturday with Conor Mungon on RTE Radio 1.